DJ Khaled. Come with me, leave all of your things, yeah. You can stop at Gucci, stop at Louis V, yeah. Come with me, fly you out to grief. Full speed, so full of Paris, yeah. Come with me, leave all of your things, yeah. You can stop at Gucci, stop at Louis V, yeah. Come with me, fly you out to grief. Full speed, so full of Paris, What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Two Pigeons in a Pod. I'm your host, Alex. And I'm your other host, Carano. It's been a little while, but we are back, and we are less than 10 days away from Stanley Cup hockey. Yes. And well, NHL like Stanley than, Cup hockey. And about six days away from the exhibition games, which I think yeah, is going to be July 28th. most watched exhibition games ever. Dude, I watched the Blue Jays exhibition game the entire thing today. I haven't watched a full baseball game in years. I watched the entire Blue Jays game. I got the uh, I got the notification from Sportsnet on my phone, and I'm like, oh, it's so good to see that again. Dude, Brett Pearson, <laughs> pitcher of the future for the Blue Jays, gave up four runs in the first inning, got pulled out after two outs, but then he came back in, threw a couple heaters, and then the Blue Jays won eight to six. So not bad. Yeah, it's been a while. You know, been been a little bit. So the NHL has been testing players, obviously, because COVID-19 is still a thing. Luckily, Canada has been able to kind of control it. That's why Edmonton and Toronto are the two host cities. With over 2,300 tests or something around that ballpark, over 800 players were tested and only two came back positive as of yesterday or maybe two, three days ago. As of July, like 18th, 19th. Yeah, and that's a ridiculously good ratio to have. Going into a big tournament like this. Yeah, considering a KHL team just had to pull out of a tournament because 20 of their players tested positive today. This is two players in a whole league, like 800 players, because what each team has like 30-something players plus goalies in phase phase three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it 50? I thought it was 50. Is it 50? I think it's 50. No, you're allowed to have 50. You're allowed to have... Um, 54, 55 people in the bubble. So that includes oh, okay. coaching staff, media, um, like your your Instagram guy. You have to have, I think it's in the bubble. I don't one... think the Instagram guy's in the bubble. If I'm if I'm being honest. No, he is going in the bubble. Like they said, you have to have. It's not an Instagram guy, but they said you have to have a social media okay. coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like 31 players and as many goalies as you want in the bubble. I'd assume teams take three to um probably take four four like three to four. Toronto's taking four. I would take four, you know, because one or two of your goalies are, are down and out, then you need them. So it's funny that you said how uh, the reason why both um, both hub cities are in Canada. It's uh, remember when Vegas was such a was basically confirmed. It was like Vegas was was confirmed according to the Vegas Post Journal or whatever the Las Vegas Review of Journal or whatever yeah, it's called. So what I found really interesting. Is the reason it actually wasn't uh, that that they that that deal fell through? The deal was basically done, but um, apparently the hotel that the that the, the, the half the players were going to stay at um, had a very high like resurgence of COVID amongst like the employees, and not only that, but the whole you know city of Vegas had really high COVID cases. It started to shoot back up. It started to spike back up. And the city of Vegas actually went to the NHL. It wasn't the other way around. Vegas was the one that was like, "Yeah, I don't. We can't make this safe anymore, right? Like, you guys should back off." I, just, I find it interesting that Vegas was the uh, it was Vegas doing that rather than the NHL. 
I was watching the Pat McAfee show and they said that the they were reporting and they said that the Vegas mayor, like the like the Las Vegas mayor said she was open to having her this was like months back, she was open to have her city kind of like as a guinea pig to open back up, but she wouldn't personally be in the city. She was gonna isolate still. Jeez. Yeah. Um along with the COVID news, you have to the NHL just came out with this like a kind of a rule. You have to test negative three times within a 48 hour period before like seven days before you travel to the hub city meaning if anyone till we are recording this it's right now it's july 22nd at midnight (laughs) at at midnight so if you test negative today or positive today you can't travel on the 26th with your team to the hub city so those those two players that tested positive better hope that they can uh, send out some negative tests here. This is the time where you better stay in your house if you're an NHL player. You better go practice facility house, practice facility house. You make sure everyone in your house doesn't leave the house. Apparently teams are doing deliveries for the players too, food, whatnot. Yeah, which is what they have to do because – Especially if you're like a player from like, say, Barkov got COVID. That's not good for the Panthers. That's their best player. Yeah. So uh, it's very important for them to stay inside as of right now. It's very interesting though. Did you did you see some of the news going on here in Florida? I don't remember what news station reported it, but I I thought I saw somewhere that like people were had appointments to go like get tested. Basically, like something else would come up, would would come up, and they wouldn't go. Yeah, and they would come back positive. And then, like two weeks later, they'll get like a mail, like a letter saying that they have that they have COVID, even though they never got tested. Well, the thing that's the weird about COVID to is to who? It happened to at least eighty people. That was what was recorded. I, I I saw something on Facebook where someone's like, "Yeah, this happened to my friend." Like three of them were in line and they just left. Like, luckily the NHL is not rigging their COVID cases, so. <laughs> Yeah. Um, a couple news. Um, a little bit of news coming out of signings. Kirill Kaprasov of the Minnesota Wild has finally signed in the NHL. So apparently they can play. No, they can't. Confirmed, thought, they can't. I thought it said that they can practice in phase three. They can go into the bubble, but they can't suit up in games. Interesting. So I, I thought it said that. Okay. So lots of players have signed recently. Um. Alexander Romanov has signed with Montreal. Ilya Sorokin, think I believe that's his name, goaltender, signed with the uh, Islanders. Denisenko with the Panthers. Kaprasov with the Wild. They are all isn't eligible. Romanov traveling? Isn't, isn't Romanov traveling to Toronto? So Romanov got on a flight about 16 hours ago with Sorokin to go to North America. Romanov's going directly to Toronto to start his 14-day quarantine. Um... He will be practicing with the Habs, like, if they're still in the playoffs by the time his quarantine's over. But he'll be in the bubble with them. But he can't play. It's interesting to me that Miko Lettinen isn't even in North America right now. I think it's I think the reason why you would have a guy like Romanov um, training here compared to Lettinen is because Lettinen's not 19 or 20 or however, um, 20 years old. And, like, I don't know. I'm not too shocked that the Leafs didn't bring him in. Nick Robinson's looking insane. He's looking so good. I mean, it's still these, I, uh, like if 
Like, there was the clip where he took the puck from Muzzin, but Muzzin wasn't even trying. Like, if Muzzin wanted to, he could have bodied him off the puck. No, but, like, he... Just the clips I've seen and, like, in the in the games they're playing, he's looking... Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he plays. Oh, I, don't no. think they, I don't think they start him. You don't think so? I think they... I don't think... If this was Babcock, he definitely wouldn't have played him. I think Keith will have a more optimistic look. He wouldn't be in the bubble, or he wouldn't be going to the bubble. Um, I think no, I think it's an optimistic look think, that he might get in a game. Well, the fact that they haven't that he they put him on the power play the second power play unit the first day of uh, training camp and he hasn't been taken off of it yet. You also have to look. Practicing with they him. had so Janssen's out the season. And Janssen will be out longer though. Like Janssen might have played his last game as a Leaf. But Whoa! It's it. It's it's looking like one of Kapanen and Yonten has to go, and it's might even though Yonten's value might have sh- um shot down, they'd probably want to move Yonten because he's just been injured more. And Kapanen is, uh, I think he's, I think I think he's slowly turning into the heart of this team. I don't know about the heart. I think he's turning into like an energizer that you need. I wouldn't oh, call him the heart of a team. Well, but there, there's been guys that have been injured. So Zach Hyman, I think, just returned to practice today. Malgin was unfit to play, as well as two other players. Um, I don't. It's interesting to see if Freddie Gauthier. Mikheyev's back. No, the Leafs have a nice team. Riley's injury has fully healed. Muzzin was injured, and now he's perfectly fine. But then you have to look at the other side. Columbus was in trouble if the playoffs started on time. They got their whole team back. And Columbus is not going to be an easy team to beat, especially the way that they play. Not only that, but the man behind the bench. Exactly. It's all John Tortorella's system. And Tortorella, Tortorella does not care. As Like he said, the, um, they asked him, what are you going to do Like if the mic's on you? like, Are you going to tone down the cursing? And he's like, I don't care. He said an explicit word, I believe. but Yeah, he said, I don't give a... Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, what's... Uh... <laughs> I saw a tweet that basically it's 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 so accurate. It's not even funny. The thing that makes John Tortorella such a good coach, it's not like exactly his tactics or the the plays that he runs. It's the simple fact that he gets everything out of every single player on his roster. He gets every little thing out of them. There's not a single player on Tortorella's team that is out there and doesn't look like they're trying. Or looks like they're being lazy. He gets everything out of every single player. I think um, that, that I saw that tweet and that was that was pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, so I can't like even drink here, bro. One I sec. Went to, I went to a restaurant and I ordered a beer and I was like, oh, they can't. Uh, did they did they ID you? They did ID me. They were like, you're too young, and I'm like, oh, that's right. So basically, the um this the schedule came John out. Uh, yeah, the schedule came out. What is it like? Uh, like ten games in the first two days. It's no. it's honestly ridiculous because they have games so close to each other that two games will actually overlap on day one. So three p.m. they have the Islanders Panthers game. Four p.m. they have the Blackhawks Edmonton game. So, uh, I was happy to find out that every single game is going to be either on NBC or NBCSN over here in the states. So yeah. And then TSN, um, Sportsnet has all the games here, so. Yeah. TSN's not getting any of them? No, CBC has it. Sportsnet, CBC. Because ah. CBC and Sportsnet have that agreement. They don't have every playoff game, though, do they? 
From the August 1st and August 2nd schedule, they do. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if TSN has anything. I don't know that. Yeah. It's going to be exciting. uh, Did you see – hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Did you see Patrick Kane's tweet? Not tweet, quote. Yeah, it'll be similar to those March Madness tournaments where you can watch college basketball all day long. That's pretty much all you'll do, except this time it'll be hockey. So it's going to be fun for me to watch. Uh, looks like it's going to be an amazing schedule if you're a hockey fan. This is this is even better than March Madness because March Madness, one game you're out. Here, yeah, right? for the first for the first couple games, it's you're getting at least three games from each team. Yeah. So there's a lot more hockey than March Madness, which is unreal. Because <laughs> March oh, Madness boy. goes. 32 game, 32. Te- there's 32 games, then it's 16 games, then it's eight, four, two, one. Mm-hmm. Here we got. It's gonna be great. March Madness is a fun time. There's always something going on. This is gonna be very similar when the NBA starts. I believe it's gonna be like that too. MLB starting gonna, up soon. Great time for, for sports really fans. Long, yeah, for a really long, for, for for a fairly long period of time, it's gonna be the only sport on TV. So I wonder if the NHL like. Ratings go up because of it. It's not. It's not the only sport. And NBA. NBA has their seeding games at the same exact time. Regular season seeding games. Okay. Yeah, and their exhibition games start the same time the NHL exhibition games start. You haven't heard anything about that. See, the NBA has been in their bubble for almost three weeks. Yeah, it's interesting that the um, that the NHL is having teams go to the bubble only two days prior to the exhibition. I think it was. I think it was too um, late. But I know why the it worked for the NBA because the NBA was able to have teams they could just put courts inside of the venue, so yeah. teams could practice nonstop. NHL is so different where you can't have twelve teams in Toronto practicing all in the same day. It's just not possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you have like four teams go to Mastercard because there's four ice there. One team Scotiabank, one team Coca-Cola. I, it's doable, but it just makes more sense for them to do it at the training facilities because everything's there. Yeah. Because, like, the Leafs have their weight room here. Yeah. But if all 12 teams came, 12 teams can't use the weight room, so no teams would be using the weight room. Yeah, you should um, you should see the ice stand now. It's Because um, I had to go there. The Florida Panther ice stand, that's where the Panthers practice. I had to go there a few times to um, – like do whatever at the pro shop. Oh my, my. Funny enough, my skate blade broke while I was here. You and, love breaking your skate blades, don't you? Dude, but this one sucks because, like, you know, with the Bauer skates, you just gotta get new, uh, you know, the new, new new blades. But I have true skates now, right? Yeah. And the holder, they don't sell. They didn't sell my my type of blade that I needed, unless I got it online, and it would have came mid August. So I was like, oh, crap. That's not good. So um, I uh, I ended up having to go to the ice stand and buy a whole new holder and new blades. How much did you spend on that? 50? Yeah, I spent like 400 Canadian on my skates. So. <laughs> yeah. But like, like I was saying, the ice stand, it's, um, it's so blocked off. You can't even go down to the 
other rink where you know they're practicing that's good i don't even think they should have let you into that rink in the first place but i know that they they have the they probably have the door shut to the den yeah it's a pro shop and it's also there's still figure skating going on so see the thing is the panthers are also using the other two ices the ice sheets no they're not yeah they are the mez doesn't exist anymore what happened to the mez they're fixing it because you remember how high the ice was yeah, okay. So this they are using the stadium because if you check on um on their Instagram, you can see that like they have the the silver kind of like you know the the back ends by the locker rooms. Like you can if you check the Panthers Instagram, they're using both ice sheets. I cannot find their Instagram. You know by the you know how they have the bar upstairs? You know how they have like the shutter kind of look at the bottom? Let's see. Aha, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, okay, I see a few of them. How am I not following these guys on Instagram? <laughs> you know what Yo, is funny? Did they Stanley Cup qualifiers? Is that really what that's that's kind of funny? What? That the, <laughs> their thing is Stanley Cup qualifiers. In their bio? Like, no, that's the that's their profile picture. Oh, that's funny. Jeez. Yeah, I'm um, talking about the Stanley Cup qualifiers. Brendan Lemieux of the New York Rangers. At least I believe he's played. He's from the Rangers, right? Brendan Lemieux has been suspended two games <laughs> for the, of the Stanley Cup qualifier for his hit on Jonas Donskoy of the Avalanche back in March. Longest yeah. suspension review of all time. Four months. <laughs> well, there's a reason behind it. but Yeah, exactly. Um, Max Domi. Has decided that it is him and his team have decided it is safe for him to come and play. As we know, Domi is diabetic, so he was at a bigger risk than all his teammates. But just stepped on the ice about two days ago, so Domi is coming. And wasn't he your from game playoff changer for the Habs? Yes, he was. Yep, that's that's why I had. So it's a big ad for the Habs, you know. Um, Whatever chance they have of beating Pittsburgh just went up a little bit because Domi is one of those energizer slash top players on the Habs. Um, a little Habs news. Went, Go ahead. The chances went from like one to two percent. I think it went from maybe twenty-five to like forty. Whoa! You're saying there's a forty percent chance the Habs beat the Penguins? It's also a sixty percent chance the Penguins win. I think it's more like an eighty percent chance that Penguins win. Dude. NHL playoffs, I'm never giving a team an 80% chance to win a series. Boston-Detroit. Is Detroit in the playoffs? Well, if they were. Well, they're not. If the NHL decided to do a 31-team bracket. All the all the 24 teams they have now, with the matchups, no one has an 80% chance of winning. Boston-Montreal. I still don't. Any of those rivalry series, I don't give anyone an 80%. Dude, come on. 80% chance. St. Louis was the eighth seed last year. They won the cup. Were they the eighth seed? They were something. They were the worst team in the NHL or something. They won the cup. I don't know. No 80% chance. This isn't Bush League. Salary cap era. NHL. It's Carey Price and net against the Bruins. Yeah, there might be like a 35% chance they win. Fair enough. Um, Kotkaniemi got big. 
Yeah, I saw that. Put on like 10, 15 pounds of muscle. That's what Jack Hughes is going to do. Watch out. Jack Hughes in like a year and a half. Jack. Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. Um, last uh, thing about COVID, the Bruins. So, not necessarily COVID, but just the NHL is using the unfit to term, unfit to play term, so they can disclose, have undisclosed injuries. Now, nine players on the Bruins are unfit to play on Monday or Tuesday. I think it was Monday. Now, since two players in the NHL tested positive, I guarantee nine players on the Bruins weren't COVID positive because that just doesn't add up. What yeah. unfit to play means, I have no clue. David Pasternak, was, yeah, but David Pasternak was the first one to be unfit to play. Him and um, was it Cash? Cash. So nine Bruins unfit to play. I know Tuka Rass is a thumb injury. Yeah. Uh too bad for Bruins fans. The fans they only have Yaroslav Halak to come in if um, if Rass can't play in the seeding games. Really? So, they didn't bring another goalie. Well, I'm just saying it's like. Halak oh, is one of like the fifteen best goalies statistic wise in the league. Yeah, I know. Not better. Hey, you know what? That's the second best goalie tandem in the league. Debatable for first. The nope. stats. The stats. I I did the statistics. Not, not a they had. They they were as similar, if not better, than Dallas. You look at the stats. Nope. Look at the stats in the East. It's uh, it's funny because I don't even know if I have Dallas making it that far anymore. Just uh. What happened to your uh, Dallas-Toronto Stanley Cup prediction? No, no. You know, it's either going to be Dallas-Toronto or Edmonton-Toronto. Dallas, I'm going to go out right now and say it. Dallas is not making the Stanley Cup final. You know what? You could be they're, right. They're not making it. Dude, Oilers players are saying if McDavid got faster. If they do, hey, if they do, then my prediction from the beginning of the season is right. Because the, the, they were my pick at the beginning of the year to make it. Dude, McDavid looks so gross. I know. That's not even fair. Um, McDavid might win the cup this year, and I will have no problem with that unless they beat Toronto. Not a little bit of a problem. What if they beat Montreal or Florida? Um, If they beat Montreal, <laughs> Montreal shouldn't be there. I think Florida has a decent chance. And it would suck because if Florida wins the cup, you see in like markets where – hockey or any sport in general is not very popular you make a run like you saw nashville nashville made a run they were hockey town all of a sudden florida makes a run to the cup because i remember going to the playoff games in 2015 it was sold out it was crazy Um, the thing with with south florida is people don't go to the games unless the team's doing good the heat are an exception Heat, heat fans will go Dolphins fans sometimes, but, like, when a team is winning in South Florida, it's, like, 2015, that season, they sold out 17 straight games. Something crazy. For Florida, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know, though, because didn't they go on a run in uh, 94? 96. 96. Went to the cup final. Sold out every game. Got swept by Patrick Waugh. <laughs> Ray Bork. Not a big oh, yeah. deal, but um, yeah. Like you saw, that- like you saw, you saw Vegas just go absolutely crazy on their run. Yeah, that's true. This Seattle team is gonna be sick with all these uh, teams that are just getting a bunch. Like Toronto's gonna lose someone good 
to uh, how good? They all their big boys Either, are protected. Huh? All the big boys are protected. They are, but then that's gonna leave if they're still there. Janssen, Kapanen, Angval, Mikheyev, uh, Muzzin. Who are you? Who no, are you pro- yeah, so everyone's pretty much protected except like it would Hyman? be Zach Hyman. No, when we did our expansion draft thing, Hyman was protected. Right now, he's not. Not for me. Well, I don't know who they protected over him. They protected Matthews, Tavares, Marner, Nylander, Kerfa, Janssen, Kapanen, Riley, Muzzin, Dermott. I, I think they protect Hyman over over Kerfoot. No. Well, uh, well, to be fair, I don't think Hyman's staying. Really? You don't think Hyman? I think Hyman comes back. Next year, next year, dead cap. I think um, he's signing. I think he's gonna sign a. Uh, he needs to take a hefty he discount. He needs to take a really good discount. Uh, but I wouldn't take the discount if I was him. He's not. Is he from Toronto? He he's from Toronto. He has a book deal here. Like a book deal. Hey, he can make five point five on an open market. The thing. Yeah. The thing I'm thinking but his about. Book deal is making him five point five. There's no he. I can guarantee you. No, I, I know. I'm just kidding. It's not making him that much. But he might be making 20, 30, 40, 50, 50K maybe at, off that book deal. It's, it's Zach Hyman's book deal. Yeah, but you do one commercial and you're, and you're like, that's a million dollars a year. No one's paying Zach Hyman a million dollars for a commercial. Are you, are you insane? Dude, who is paying Zach Hyman a million dollars for a commercial? A yeah. No, I'm saying if he does more than one, if he does like a few, I'm not saying if he does, if one. he does 10, maybe. No, because here's the thing. There's like Leafs alumni I've never heard of who are doing autograph signings for a hundred thousand dollars, and I'm here like I've literally never heard of you, and you're set for life. Well, not I don't know. Reason. I don't even know how that's possible. It's because it's Toronto, bro. It's the Toronto bro, media. Toronto media is not paying a hundred k for a stupid commercial. They have well, soup got a freaking soup commercial. Yeah, but Sue probably got $10,000 off of that ad. I guarantee we got way more than that. What, okay, he probably got, like 30, probably got like 35K. What, 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 who, what, what soup brand was it? Campbell's. Dude, no one's paying, my, no one's paying a, a guy on an entry-level deal or whatever Makayev's making a million or like $100,000. He might have made 100K max off of that. How do you spell Campbell's soup? Dude, the Toronto Star didn't even want to pay like twenty. The Toronto Star didn't even want to pay a hundred thousand dollars for the tape that, um, of Rob Ford doing cocaine. Don't ask how I know that, but one of the people from the Toronto Star told us what the ballpark was of the asking price for the tape. Yeah, interesting. Like I didn't know like how exactly no, listen, it worked listen, on selling you stuff. Signed like an that. endorsement deal, so it's not just one like commercial. It's it's like there's gonna be a bunch, dude. Mario Lemieux, in his heyday, had a million dollar contract with Nike, and then he just like they just dropped it because no one hockey players aren't that marketable. Even in like Toronto, maybe a no. Matthews guy would get a Matthews I, might get a million dollars. I you're, you're overemphasizing how much you think a player in Toronto would get off a commercial. Only the big guys are getting paid potentially in the ballpark. A million dollars is a lot of money. I That's think. a lot of money. You don't think MLSC is forking over a million dollars for a commercial? 
What what commercial have you seen of Austin Matthews that would give him a million dollars? Or John Tavares? Or any of them? John Tavares' is, uh, sleeping commercial. His, Casper, his Casper mattress with David yeah, Ayer absolutely is not a million dollars. 100%. Not happening. 100%. No chance. They probably get that commercial. They probably give a hundred. Huh? <laughs> a million dollars of you. Yeah, all right. That's enough. Of, that's enough of Leafs talk for the for the next ten minutes. Um, Taylor I, I, Hall. I'd be it, the worst. I'd be the worst for. I'd be the worst marketer. I just. Dude, you're just like, oh yeah, um, Zach Hyman's making million dollars off of a commercial for his book. You give me a one million dollar budget, and I just give it all to like Alexi Ponikarovsky. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they'd give you a million dollars to find any athlete in Toronto. It's like, oh no, not Siakam, not dude. Oh, there you are. Oh, dude, you Siakam to... might get Siakam might get the million dollar deal. Yeah, exactly. Toronto. Not that. Not 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 Ilya Mikheyev on a Campbell soup ad. Ilya Mikheyev is more valuable than the Leafs, and Siakam is. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I was I was about to end the podcast. Arizona and Taylor Hall are in contract talks, according to the hockey writers. Um, in that contract talk, I don't think there's a million-dollar deal for um, a cactus company, but, yeah. I thought Darren Ferris, the agent of Taylor Hall, said he's, they're not doing talks until the end of the season. Oh, according to the hockey writers, they are, they, they are talking about an extension. It's, I don't think it's anything crazy. You think he stays? I think depending on how far they go, he'll stay. They make it, like, second round. Does Arizona have a state tax? They're Probably in contract no. talks. I think he stays. I mean, if they fork over like eight, nine million dollars, and there's a lower or no state tax, yeah. Uh, can, can we please talk about how um, teams were saying that it's unfair the Leafs keep their training facility open in the off season? Hold up, the the state tax in Arizona is anywhere between two point five nine percent to four point five zero percent, so it's ridiculously low. Yeah. <laughs> So, like Toronto, it's like fifteen. So, with that being said, the um, it Toronto. came out. It came out that some, yeah, I don't, yeah. Anyways, some NHL teams were a little upset that Toronto leaves their training facility open, which gives them an unfair advantage. And Twitter blew up. Uh, how? Twitter blew up that in the off season, players would come to Toronto, and they could use the training facility. And I'm like, do they not understand that, like, a lot of places are like that? Like, uh, not every training facility is open. But, like, I know Florida keeps theirs open in the offseason. Yeah, I was going to say. And, like, the players go to the ice den all. Like, P.K. Subban uses the ice den facilities. Like, he's in the Panthers facility. Yeah. But then everyone's, like, Leafs Twitter was going insane. They're like, oh, but the revenue sharing, the 25% revenue sharing you're making from the big markets, you're not complaining about. Got, um, Toronto, yeah. Montreal, Chicago, Boston. They're, sh- they're revenue sharing. I think that's ridiculous. We're, the NHL should have laughed at that. I also saw, I, I'm pretty sure it was a joke, but uh, teams are getting upset that the Leafs are using practice dummies. It's almost like an extra skater. Yeah, that that was a joke. <laughs> that was the joke because everyone's like, everyone said, "Oh, no, the, the the Leafs um, the Leafs have like what two lines of players out there? Unfair advantage. Leafs aren't allowed to use refs for their uh, blue versus white games anymore. 
Yeah. What about, geez, if that's really your main concern, what about the fact that, like, a team like Tampa Bay can pay uh, players so much less than a team like Toronto? Yep, that's what Steve Dangle brought up. Yeah. The the, the Canadian team should have a 25% increase in the tax because Bobrovsky's $10 million contract. And Toronto's, like, what? Six? Six. Yeah. Less, maybe. And Florida might be 8.5. Yeah. And then, like, Stam- the Leafs offered Stamco something like 8 million, I think, when they were trying to sign him. And then, what, he signed, like, for six or seven? There's a, there's a nice little tool. There's a calculator where you put in an NHL salary in the state or the province, and I'll show you how much money you're actually taking. So I did it on Mitch Marner's contract, and it was ridiculous how much money he's losing to taxes. Yeah. Where if he signed that contract in Tampa, he'll be raking in so much more money. So that's like that's what NHL teams can do. Like Florida, I don't like they got hose on that Bobrovsky deal, but they could have tried and made Bobrovsky say, "Hey, sign for eight, you're still making more money than if you sign for ten in New York." Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's not fair. It really isn't. That's Canadian teams really get hurt. So much sense in a league like the NHL. But or adjust the, or adjust the cap to to equal everything out after taxes. Want to know what the simplest, absolute simplest, I guess, solution would be? Instead of making it a dollar value, make it a percentage, right? So give a team, I don't know, X amount of dollars to work, like whatever amount of dollars to work with, and then when you sign players, instead of signing them to a dollar amount, you sign them to a percentage, and it stays Meaning? that percentage. I don't. No, because like, no, because then like, if the cap, no, because it doesn't work. Because if the cap goes up a year, and it stays that percentage, then they, then, they, they, then they should get compensated for the cap going up. But then if it goes no, the players, the NHLP would never agree on that because the players are getting what? screwed out of money. No, they're not. Because the cap. No, no, because look, because got because because then a guy like uh, Crosby when he signed eight point seven, which now is looked at as like an amazing deal, when he signed that. It was about thirteen percent of the cap. Okay, the owner wouldn't agree. Look at that. it; it's more like eight or nine percent, right? So that, they, what? What? The owners would not agree to that. Why? Why would the owners agree to that? Why the would cap, they? You sign, so you sign McDavid at sixteen percent, and he signs for eight years. The cap goes up to one hundred and ten million, hypothetically. McDavid's not making I'm eleven. It He's making for the players though. As right now, honestly, it feels like some players are really, are being screwed. But then, but okay, well they they signed those deals. Yeah, I guess. And then you have something like COVID happens, where you have a dead cap. The cap could technically go down. Like, say the NHL didn't have these playoffs, the cap could have. If the cap were to go down, wouldn't they? Weren't they thinking of giving teams like a one free buyout? I don't even know how, it, like, because the NFL, they're in a really rough agreement where they want to cut the cap by forty million next year. Out of their two hundred and ten million, they want to cut it by forty. So that means you would have to cut about a million dollars off of every player's contract in the NFL. Just, just adjust the salary cap to account for the the taxes in the state, and then you're fine. You're an equal, you're an equal playing field. Because the NBA doesn't have to do that because they have the luxury tax. Yeah. 
MLB doesn't have a salary cap. That's why teams like the Phillies can pay $400 million for whoever they want and still not make the World Series. Oh. Bryce Harper. Big hockey guy. Is he Bryce actually? Harper. Big Vegas fan from Vegas. Oh, that's right. That's right. Is he from Vegas? Yeah. He tweeted, I want my kid to play hockey. Big hockey guy. <laughs> I mean, hey, go for it. Your dad's got $400 million contract and probably cost – he probably has like a $30 million Gatorade deal. You know he probably wanted to play in the NHL growing up, not the MLB. Oh, come Oh, dude. $400 million to play in the MLB? Yes, please. Yo. Shout out to Patrick Mahomes. Gee. $500 Yo, was, million dollar contract. My God. Dude, it's funny to me. He's not the greatest player right now in the NFL, and he's making that. What, Very well could be. He might be the best player in the NFL. I don't think. Yeah, Who's better? it's a might. It's might. Who's... It's not definitive. There's like. I mean, what? He's like 24, went MVP, and then won the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. Out. He signs a $500 million contract. Yeah, $170 million guaranteed. So Patrick Mahomes can have a career ending injury tomorrow and get $170 million. Connor McDavid is the best player in the NHL right now. $100 yeah. million contract. For. Twice as long, isn't it? How long no, Mahomes, is Mahomes. Mahomes. Mahomes's current deal runs on till twenty twenty three, maybe twenty twenty two, and this deal goes through twenty thirty one. Oh, okay. So Mahomes does have a lengthy deal. Okay. It's a lengthy deal. Fair enough. But that's how it works when you have that much more money coming into the NFL. I looked at the numbers. Gary Bettman did an amazing job on marketing the league, getting the viewership up. That MB- that NBC deal really helped. The NHL was getting like, what, like 500 to 750,000 people watching the playoffs mm-hmm. to 8 million people on average watching a Stanley Cup final game. Yeah. Well, the MLB in the 70s had 40 million people watching the World Series, and it went down to 16 million. Yeah. The NHL could jump that in 10 years. It's funny to me because uh, the NHL is also harder than the than the NFL. Don't add me. But it's harder to make the NHL than it is to make the NFL. Statistically, yes, because there's more players on an NFL team. Not only that, but it's just a harder sport to play. Like I'm not going to go and diss it. I do think hockey is probably the hardest sport, if not one of the. But I'm not going to go and diss. I'm not dissing the NFL. I'm just saying it's like that, 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 the biggest argument I bring up when it's like, oh, hockey isn't as hard as most sports. It's just like hockey players need to know how to skate as well as they can run for them to actually be good. That The argument that hockey, hockey is not as good as any others. The argument that hockey players aren't. Um, as good as any other athletes is a terrible argument, but I'm also not going to say that NFL players are in are not superior to NHL players because NFL players you have what a 240 pound defensive end trying to run through a 400 pound lineman who can also run a 40 yard dash in five seconds. These guys are athletes. Like there's no question that the NF. I still think yes, the NHL hockey is probably one of the hardest sports to play up there with rugby, Australian football league. NFL is hard. I'm not going to deny that, but I am also not going to say that it's significantly harder to play yeah, no. football than play hockey. The, the comparison I always see is like, if you make a NHL player, take Connor McDavid and have him go on a basketball court or play soccer or do whatever, he won't be good. 
but he'll be able to like do it. But then if you take Tom Brady and try to put him on skates, odds are, unless unless he knows how to skate, odds are he won't know how to skate. See, putting any athlete in a different professional sport that they don't have experience in is extremely hard. That's why when Jalen Ramsey unless, said that he could play in the NHL was absolute garbage. Unless you're Tim Tebow, unless you're Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow didn't have a successful career in the NFL and has never played a major league baseball game. Tim Tebow is still a great athlete, but he's not like Deion Sanders or Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson, for example. Well, Bo ja- Bo Jackson won MVP in both NFL and MLB. Bo Jackson was the best player in two sports at the same time. Bo Jackson might be the greatest athlete of all time. No lie, Odell Beckham Jr. is like that too, though. Like maybe not, maybe not Bo Jackson like like status, but like he can obviously play football. He can play soccer, and he can. Play he was basketball. good at soccer, and he can play basketball too. Well, he hasn't proven that he can play on an NBA level. No, he hasn't. You're right. But, but like what I'm saying is like, see, like LeBron James would be an absolute amazing football player because yeah. he was he was playing football in high school. You see how big LeBron is and how fast he can move and the awareness he has? You put LeBron at tight end, no one's stopping him. So I saw a list um, on Instagram of the hardest sports ranked by difficulty. I think I hockey, hockey was two. Yeah, so I'll go over the top 15 because why not? Uh, rodeo, steer wrestling. Oh, 15, yes. 14 lacrosse, 13 rugby, 12 water polo. Pause. Yeah. Rugby at 13. I know. That's a joke. 12 water polo, 11 skiing, 10 soccer. Water polo is hard. It is hard because it's people it's think underwater, man. Standing. No, you're not You're going to tackle underwater. Oh yeah. Um 10 soccer or no, 11 skiing like alpine skiing, 10 soccer, 9 baseball or softball, 8 gymnastics. Then say what kind of gymnastics? Is gymnastics? 7 is tennis. Six is mixed martial arts. Five yeah. is wrestling. Interesting that wrestling is after MMA. You'd think it's the other way around. Because MMA includes wrestling. Yeah. It? MMA is um wrestling, boxing, like jujitsu, like it's 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 a it's mixed martial arts, it's everything. Yeah. Uh four basketball, three football, two hockey, and then one boxing. See, the thing is everyone I it's 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 hard to say which sport is more hard is like harder to play. I don't think there will ever be a way to just be like this is the hardest sport to play. I think hockey has an edge when you're talking about it's these guys easier, are skating on blades. It's easier to choose which position in sports are harder to play. Yeah, like, undoubtedly goalie is the hardest position to play in hockey. No, 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 but I'm saying overall, like in my opinion, to be completely honest, being a soccer goalie is ridiculously hard. Yeah. Like, dumb hard. Being a Formula One driver oh. is ridiculously hard. It's crazy that Formula One wasn't up there because... I wonder where it is. Hold on. I want to find... Because... Racing. I know Um, Ricardo Alonso was saying... I think it was Ricardo Alonso. It was someone on the F1 series. That's ridiculous. Okay. Formula One drivers have to do these neck exercises... Just so they can like withstand the force it has on their head when they're going in the fastest car in the world. Uh, see, I've done go karting at a competitive level, and the longest the longest race I've had is like thirty minutes. Yeah, and you get out of that thing, and it fe- it feels like you're literally about to collapse. 
Imagine no, you're in the fastest car in the world. Yeah. What people don't understand is like, it's not like a steering wheel of a normal car. That thing yeah. is really hard to turn. So when you get out, it feels like you were just lifting weights for 30 minutes. Right? Now do that times like a hundred uh, in, in, in the speed category in miles per hour. And then times uh, like what? Four from 30 minutes to, to, to two hours, two and a half hours. Watch an F1 race. You see how fast they're going and then they got to slow down, turn on a dime and then accelerate again. All, all while someone's an inch behind them. Yeah. Oh, ridiculous. It, the it, hand-eye it, coordination, the, you, and honestly, it, I thought it was a myth at first, but it's apparently true and has been scientifically proven. If you notice, the best Formula One drivers are short, like 5'8", 5'9", 5'10". Rarely will you see someone like 6'1", 6'2", 6'3", because apparently the, the time it takes for um, your brain to transmit the demand to your foot to do something actually adds up in, in the height of a person. Really? So like, yeah, uh, I didn't believe it at first, but it was scientifically proven. And if you actually look at the greatest F1 drivers of all time, they're all pretty short. So, Louis Hamilton has probably been the best F1 driver the last six years. Yes, I, I would agree. Um, Sebastian Vettel was up there for a little bit, but Louis Hamilton takes the cake. Um, yeah, the top three drivers, at least in the last couple of years, was Hamilton, Vettel, Bottas, yeah. 174, 175, 173. Arden Senna, arguably the greatest of all time. Arden, Arden Senna, nine. rest in peace. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Michael Schumacher. Yeah, so Hamilton's 5'9". Yeah, yeah. Bottas is smaller than that. Vettel's a centimeter taller, so they're all within the same range. Yeah, Schumacher's 5'9 also. <laughs> yeah. They're short. So what, what they're saying is I should have been an F1 driver because I'm 5'8". There you go. There you go. Yeah. Just because uh, and they're can tra- and can tra- and they're and they're rich. Is that why Quinn Hughes oh, is so good? God. Quinn Hughes is my height, <laughs> and Quinn Hughes might be the most unreal player I've ever seen in terms of just speed on a defensive, and in the last couple of years. Kale McCarr is better. Debatable. I like both. I like Kale McCarr better. Good old Canadian too. You gotta rep the Canadian boy, but Quinn Hughes ain't too bad. He's not bad. He's alright. Um, speaking of Quinn Hughes, his teammate Brock Besser was in the midst of trade rumors on Twitter. <laughs> Yo, the only thing I can think of is mic up at training camp when one of his teammates were like, are you getting traded? <laughs> are you getting traded? Like, <laughs> that was great. Dude, and his face is Yeah, so Jeez. Besser was part of trade rumors. Um, Benning shut that down really quickly. Johnny Gaudreau was also uh, trade rumored. I'm going to be honest, there is a 0% chance Brock Besser is getting traded. You don't trade. Uh, I don't say 0% chance, but he's not getting traded. He's not getting traded. No one's a 0% uh, chance, but. You don't trade that. Well. He has a lot to, I think he has a lot to prove. Chance. He has a lot to prove because Pedersen came onto the scene and then Quinn Hughes came on the scene and Besser, he, he which was. dies like that, though. That's like, the thing. That's the thing. Besser was Besser. It's kind of like Nylander, how Nylander was the guy for like that little short of time. And then Matthews came in, Marner came in. He kept and slipped under the rug. And then you see this year, Nylander might have been. This year, even if he put up, what did he put up this year? 
if Nylander puts up 40 points this year, like, I don't, I don't think you, you talk about trading him unless, you know, you Nylander, Nylander, if you're a real hockey fan, Luckily, it seems like the real hockey fans are coming out now because last year it's Nylander has the worst contract in the NHL. Now, whenever someone says that now, they get ridiculed, which very rightfully so. He's making under $7 million with the production he has. Hockey's not just about points, and he's still putting up points, but, dude, Nylander is going to tear it up in the qualifying round. Nylander's contract was 100% worth it. You look at a contract like Sergei Bobrovsky, as good as a player he is, that could be up for debate as one of the worst contracts in the NHL. Because you're paying 10.5 for a goalie, and you draft Spencer Knight the same year, and Chris Drieger comes out of nowhere, and he's making 900K, and Samuel Montevo can also win you games. Florida needs to ship off two goalies, and it's not Spencer Knight. Uh, Bob has a no-move clause. <laughs> Florida got fleeced. <laughs> hey, you don't know though. The goalies are probably the um, goalies are the most like prone to having a bad year. Yeah, but ten point five, ten point five, dude, ten point five. Like, I don't care, man. Ten point five. Like, Carey Price was like, like think of it this way: ten point five to have him, and he has an off year. Or 10.5 for him to get two broken legs and a broken finger at the start of the year and not have him play whatsoever. Or you don't sign him for 10.5. Hey, you know, you got to take a risk sometimes. 10.5 I mean, is a Bob, big risk. But Bob is worth that risk, I think. <sighs> Signing Price to 10.5 was a big risk. That was not – I don't know. like price. Considering how injury-prone he was? I'm not saying Price, he's playing level. The thing, the thing with Price is Price was more than just the goalie. Price was Montreal. Did I pick that up? The apocalypse going on over here? I don't Dude, think there, so. There was a strike of lightning that I swear like was like 10 feet away. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. What I'm saying is Price was the goalie for Montreal. Price was the guy in Montreal. Montreal is a hockey crazed market. That's why it was justifiable that they signed him that long. Bobrovsky was just a head scratcher. But they didn't have a goalie going into the year. And now they have, and now they drafted Spencer Knight with a first. I was shocked they drafted Spencer Knight when they signed Bobrovsky for eight years. Like you sign a goalie to the highest contract in the NHL as a goalie in the history of the game or at least one of the highest, and you draft the guy with a 13th pick when you need defensemen. Um, yeah. Florida is a potential candidate for Lafreniere. Ew, 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 ew. That ew, guy ew. would make them a contender next year. I think any team in the NHL that gets Lafreniere next year becomes a contender automatically. No, but any think about it. Lafreniere in Florida... Because Florida's going to lose one of Hoffman and Dadanov. If not both. Because Florida, Florida's younger than Tampa. So by like a good margin. And Florida's players are peaking already. Question. Yeah. If Lafreniere goes to Arizona, does Hall resign? I think absolutely. I think absolutely. I think Hall resigns in Arizona no matter what. I think Hall signed. No, I don't. I think Hall signs with the team that that has gives him money. If no, whatever team gets Lafreniere, I think Hall signs there. If if they no, 
Why? Why not? The N- dude, the NHL is not a league where players go and they sign wherever first overall pick goes. Hall would. Are you kidding? No, he w- Taylor Hall is nine years older than Frenier. No, Hall is going to win the draft lottery again. Did you hear that one? Yeah. The Stamkos is mad. <laughs> Stamkos is mad. What playoff series are you most excited to look to watch besides the Leafs, of course? Honestly, Edmonton Chicago is going to be a blood bloodbath. It's going to be exciting to see McDavid play. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see Vancouver's young guns go out because I think that's a pretty even matchup. Minnesota is the saddest team on this list right now. Like, if there's one team that doesn't deserve to be here. Like I know it's Minnesota. Montreal. Well, no, but uh, I hope Minnesota loses just so they can get Lafreniere because they, Lafreniere, they need like, him. They need they need somebody. Like Vancouver fans complain that they don't they can't win a draft lottery. Like yeah, we know that, but you have Elias Patterson, you have Quinn Hughes, you have Brock Besser. You're good. Minnesota needs I Lafreniere. Can, I can see. Montreal is going to be Pittsburgh, and then Pittsburgh is going to get Lafreniere, and then the league is going to explode. You're going to have a power play of Malkin, Crosby, Lafreniere, Gensel, and whoever. Letang. It's going to be ridiculous. Letang. But um, those have, they won't have the, all those guys on the same unit. They would split it. They have to, no, they won't. Yeah. You have They're Crosby and Malkin. It. You have Crosby and Malkin. It. You don't need Lafreniere there, too. They'll try it. <laughs> and then, then you move Gensel to the second unit. No. I think you kept Gensel, Gensel in the first. Gensel is daddy. <laughs> That's the tweet. <laughs> yes. I don't even care. Yeah, Johnny Goudreau was also uh, had a trade rumor. He didn't, uh, he didn't play... Like one practice, and then they were shipping, shipping him off to New York. Yo, Goudreau is a player that's been traded to every team this year. Bless you. Goudreau's trade rumor. Man, they, they don't want to keep players in Western Canada. What's going on? First, Besser. Now you want to get rid of Goudreau? Then, yo, next thing you know, McDavid's going to Toronto. Toronto's McDavid's going to Chicago. Like, you know. It seemed like our prediction for the NHL awards is pretty accurate because, um, oh yeah, Drysaddle, Panarin, and uh, McKinnon were up for the heart. Did I say that? Does, does, does McDavid, that exactly what I said McDavid probably should have been there, but I think they already know Drysaddle is going to win, so they didn't want two Oilers there. Drysaddle's not winning. Drysaddle is winning. Drysaddle thirty-five more points than Panarin. Let's go. I didn't say Panarin. I said McKinnon. Didn't. You did say McKinnon, yeah. yeah I still no, think you give it a dry sidle. McKinnon's still yet to hit 100 points. Poor guy. <laughs> Has he never hit it? No. He was oh, going God. to this year. Jonathan Huberto is going to get it too. Yeah, but Huberto's like not McKinnon. Huberto's also older year. by a year. Oh, is he? Two years, two years. That's right, because he won. Huberto won the Calder. That's so funny to me. I keep forgetting um, the thing. So did Ekblad. Ekblad won the Calder. Ekblad played his rook as eighteen year old year. I knew that, but did Ekblad pl- did he win the Calder? I didn't know that. Yeah, Aaron Ekblad is did, a wait, Calder Trophy winner. Did the Panthers get back to back Calder winners? No. No. Yeah. Alexi Kovalev was on that team. 
Jeez. But the Panthers were very classy because Kovalev called it quits. But they just scratched him. They actually never bought him out or anything. They just kept scratching him, even though he was in Russia by then. <laughs> great, 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 um, great job of the Panthers. Yeah. And Kov- and um Huberdeau's like, yeah, I used to grow up watching the same way I used to grow up watching Kovalev play with the Habs. Huberto grew up watching Kovalev play with the Habs and they were line mates his rookie year. Man, you know played what? with Yager and Kovalev. Lucky guy. <laughs> you know what? I'm looking at these teams here and everyone's saying Pittsburgh would be mass chaos for Lafreniere, Edmonton, Toronto. But there's one team that I'm looking at that's like Chicago. Yes. They have a very good chance to get him. And, uh, you know, that's there's your next piece to build around. You know, Taves is uh, getting older. Kane's slowly but surely getting there. But then you got the guys like Debrinkat. You have Debrinkat. You have Debrinkat. You have Kubalik, who was probably going to be number three in the Calder voting. Kirby Dak. Adam Adam Bulkvist. And then you just saw, and then the NHL was like, here you go. And you get Alexis Lafreniere. Well, there you go. They're Chicago's Cups in like five years, another dynasty. I mean, I guess that's what uh, they they need a. Tr- there's there's no chance they get rid of that Brenton Seabrook contract. No chance. Isn't it till like 2024? It's gross how long that contract is. Well, the Minnesota are still paying Rick. Bro. Yeah, well, he's he's working as like a broadcaster for them, so it's okay. He's doing something. But I think they're still paying his. No, I think they're still paying his player contract, though. Yeah, that he gets a million a year for the next ten years or something ridiculous. Isn't isn't the same thing happening in Vancouver with Bobby Lou? Um, they only have to pay a certain amount. Oh. <laughs> and it's against the cap, isn't it? Which kind of sucks. Yeah, if Shea Weber decided to retire tomorrow, Nashville would get absolutely screwed. Like it's not—it's like six or seven or eight million dollars. It's oh, ridiculous. Oh, that's crazy. It's—it's it's bad because when he had those injuries last year, Habs fans were like, "If he retires, we don't have to pay anything, and Nashville gets screwed." I don't know how that works, but whatever. Something that could take a little bit, but uh, you know. We're getting very, very close to... Judgment Day for the NHL. Yes, that. Thank you. I lost my train of thought. Why don't we do a full bracket? With the reseeding and everything? Yeah, full bracket. Uh, But they haven't... They haven't said if they're going to reseed after the first round or not. I think they are. I think they said that. Because the NHL already has their bracket challenge out. Do they? Yeah, I think so. All right, so after some very artistic art skills, we're not as good as Destiny, obviously. Um, logo creator. Logo creator. Yeah, so the boys got their brackets. It sounds like we have the same matchup in the cup final, but oh. let's deliberate. Okay. Um, I think that's the word. But let's start with how we have the seating, like the one and one through four. Starting off on the east. In fourth, I have the Washington Capitals. Um, as do I. Uh, in third, I have the Philadelphia Flyers. Yep, same. Second, I have the Tampa Bay Lightning. All right, so we have the same ranking. Wow, look at that. All right, what about the west? You and Boston get... first, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the west? All right. In fourth, the Dallas Stars. Nope. 
In third, the Vegas Golden Knights. Nope. In second, the Colorado Avalanche. Yep. And St. Louis in first. In fourth, I have the Vegas Golden Knights. In third, I have the St. Louis Blues. Wow. In second, I have the Colorado Avalanche. And then in first, I have the Dallas Stars. Okay, so we have different teams for the West. So let's let's do the East bracket first. Okay, so I had um, Toronto beating Columbus. I had Pittsburgh yeah. beating Montreal. I had Florida beating the Islanders. Yep. And then I had Carolina beating the Rangers. Okay, we have the same four teams winning it. Okay, and in the West, I have Winnipeg. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, I have Winnipeg beating Calgary. I have Edmonton beating Chicago. Then I have Vancouver beating Minnesota, and I have Arizona beating Nashville. All right, so I kind of expected that we would have the same teams going into it because we've had two episodes about this. So exact same teams. Um, For the East, obviously, we're going to start top to bottom. So Toronto all the way down. Yeah, so Toronto versus – well, yeah. Well, I have Toronto versus Tampa. which Yeah, it's Toronto-Tampa. Yeah. I have Toronto wing. Yes, as do I. Then, then Pittsburgh, Washington. Pittsburgh Washington. I have Pittsburgh winning. Okay, I have Washington winning. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Then it would be Florida versus Boston. Boston. I have Boston winning. Yeah, I have Boston. And then we would have Carolina versus Philadelphia, and I have Philadelphia winning. All right. So I have Philly, Boston. Toronto, we have a difference between Washington and Pittsburgh. I went with Washington, yeah. Colorado went with Pittsburgh. Yeah. On to the West. Um, first matchup would be Winnipeg, Vegas. No, Winnipeg, Colorado. Winnipeg, for Colorado. You. For me. Yeah. So, well, I have no, Colorado. We have that too, though. Yeah, we both have that because we both have Colorado at second. Yeah. So, yeah. I have Colorado beating Winnipeg. Me too. Yep. Um, Edmonton for me would be the fifth seed playing Dallas, which would be the fourth seed. I have Edmonton winning that. Then I would have Vancouver playing Vegas. I actually have Vancouver beating Vegas. Oh. Yeah, that's my sleeper pick. St. Louis, Arizona. I'm taking St. Louis. Okay. I have Colorado beating Winnipeg, which is what you had. Then I had Vegas losing to Edmonton. Okay. Then I have so we both St. have Vegas going out in the in the first in the, yeah. the first round. Yeah. First round, I have St. Louis beating Vancouver, and then I have Dallas beating Arizona. Okay, so as you can so, see now, the brackets completely change between the two. Yeah. Of us. Yeah. So I have Toronto, Boston, Pittsburgh, Philly for the Eastern Conference semifinal, and because I have Bomber- Toronto, Philly, Boston, Toronto, Washington, Toronto, Washington, Boston, Philly. Are you sure it wouldn't be Boston Toronto because Boston's so, the first seed? Yeah, I'm looking. I was looking at the third round. So yeah, Toronto play would, would play Boston. Yeah. Washington would take on Philly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then in the West, I have Vegas, St. Louis, Dallas, Colorado. I would have Colorado, Edmonton, Vancouver, St. Louis. That would be a series. We would have McDavid, McKinnon. Yes. Wow. I have Toronto beating Boston finally. As do I. Um, we hope this happens. And then I have Pittsburgh beating – or no, yeah, Pittsburgh beating Philly. So I have Philly beating Washington. Okay. So I have yeah. the Philadelphia Flyers going back to the Eastern Conference Finals. 
You have Toronto, Philly, and I have Toronto, Pittsburgh. Interesting. All right, so Pennsylvania versus Toronto. Yes. <laughs> On to the West. Uh, I have Vegas beating St. Louis. Wait, okay. no, I don't. I you got Vegas sorry. out in the first round. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I have Edmonton beating St. Louis. Yeah. I put I put VE, but it's because versus Edmonton. I just yeah. I read. <laughs> and then I have Dallas beating Colorado. So I have a Western Conference final of Edmonton Dallas. Okay, I have Edmonton beating Colorado, and I have St. Louis beating Vancouver. So it's Edmonton versus the Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues. Uh, so I have Toronto beating Philly, uh, Pittsburgh, sorry, making it to the cup final for the first time since 67. Um, and as you can I assume, have, I have Toronto beating Philly. And then I have Toronto or Dallas beating Edmonton, making it to the Stanley Cup Whoa. final. Sticking with the guns. For the um, first time since, since. They won the cup. Did Dallas win a cup? Yeah, with Madano. Did they? Yeah. They did. You're right. You're, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. So know. you have Dallas, Toronto. I have Edmonton beating St. Louis. So all Canadian. We have the two hub cities, all Canadian. First, That's we're gonna since the first time since '93, we'll have a Stanley Cup champion from Canada. So Trudeau, get the uh, get the Parliament Building ready because the boys are coming home. Yeah. So the two hub cities for me are facing off. Obviously, the Cup final would be in Edmonton. So. All my we gotta take a screenshot. We gotta take a screenshot of our brackets to see how wrong we are. Yeah. Um. <laughs> last year, all I think every single team I picked to win the first round lost. I think every single team lost. I'm pretty sure every single team lost. You got the perfect bracket. Yeah. Exactly. Perfect <laughs> bracket of teams that didn't make the second round. So, um, who do you have winning the cup? I don't have. I, I'm not gonna pick yet. I'm taking Toronto. I'm not gonna over Edmonton in seven just like, just like double overtime. Who scores the goal? Jason Spezza. Ooh, the same way Martin Jelena had a, no, would no, have no. had the game-winning goal in every single playoff series, except no, no. Calgary's puck technically didn't go on the net, even though it did when Tampa beat them in the Cup final. Want well, to know who I have scoring the Stanley Cup-winning goal for the Toronto Maple Leafs in double overtime? In you have Nick Robertson, Cody Cece. Slap shot from the point, from the point, bar down, top right, game over. That's it. No, I, assisted by Martin Marincin. Why they're on the ice together at the same time? I don't know. It's a that's power not. Play. I, I, it's a power I'm, play. <laughs> oh, if there's a power play in Game Seven of the overtime of the Stanley Cup Finals and Edmonton has the puck on a power play, it's over. Mm. It's over. I'm sorry. It's over. Toronto fans, it's over. Cody Cece is going to be a reason why the Leafs win the cup. He's going to do something in a game. He's going to, like, make a save with the, with the butt end of his stick. Or, or it's going to be, like, an empty net, and he's going to chase it down and get it at the very last second. Leafs are going to go down the other way and score. He's going to be, like, Adam Banks and D2 Mighty Ducks when he dove for the empty net and stopped the puck. Who, um, who else would be quite the meme for the, for, to win the set? Martin Marincin would be a five foot six Dennis Malgin. Jeez, Tyson, they were making Tyson uh, Barry, Tyson Barry will be immortalized in Toronto. I hope it, I hope if the Leafs can win the cool. cup and isn't so. I'm calling right now, no matter who Frederick makes the Stanley Cup, we're gonna have an overtime winner in game seven. I'm calling it right now, no matter what team makes the, the, the final. 2010 wasn't game seven. I don't think there's ever been a 
There's never been a game seven overtime winner. I don't think. At least in the modern era. Salary cap era hasn't happened in the cup final. 2020 has been so weird. It's going to be this year. Zach that it happens. He can't. Zach, Bo- Zach, Bo- Zach Bogosian of the Buffalo Sabres. Tampa Bay Lightning. He's on the Lightning now. He's on the Lightning now. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but the Zach Bogosian Instagram account is going to go insane if that happens. If Bogosian <laughs> gets the game winning goal in the Stanley Cup final, imagine the scenes of that. That Instagram account is getting a million followers that day. No, I want to know what would, the, what would be the best meme. Someone you apparently don't like, Alex Galchenyuk scores the game-winning goal in Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final against the Montreal Canadiens. I love Chucky. I thought you didn't like him. Dude, I was a big fan. I was gutted when they traded Galchenyuk. Oh, oh my God. Kadri's going to score the winning goal against the Leafs. I can already see it. And oh I would God. be happy. Oh, my God. I might, I would I might, be happy. I might break down. I might have a mental breakdown. You might see me on an, in an insane asylum. Hot take. Kadri gets traded next year. If Kadri scores the game-winning goal against the or Kessel, oh god, Kessel already has two cups. I don't even care at that point. He's but gonna Naz, he's gonna get his third against the lead. I don't know about that. Want to know what? Want to know would be no another really funny meme. Colorado, Boston, Kadri gets suspended. Bruins. Hey, Colorado. <laughs> Jeez. If that, happens, if that happens, I will say it here first. Dubis was right to trade him. If that, I happens. mean, he also made the Cup final, so. But I mean, he got suspended again against the Bruins. <laughs> I was I was playing with the Leafs today in uh, NHL 20. I'm on like my sixth season, won three cups in like six years. Right, not a big deal. Yeah. Anyways, also I scored I scored eight. Um, I simmed most of the season. I had 93 points going into the final game. I only played 80 games that whole season. Was injured too. McDavid and Pedersen had 94 points. I had 93. I also needed like five goals for 60. I scored six goals. Got eight points that game. 101 points on the season. I want to know what you have to do? Jake DeBrusque on the Leafs. No. Yeah, he was. Go go into your settings and make uh, sim engine scoring on a high to make it more realistic. Because if McDavid's only putting up 96. That's kind of that, that that year was kind of low. No, it's it's cuz it's cuz the sim engine is on this is on medium. You got to put it on high. That's where you're getting like these multiplayer 100 point seasons and stuff. Yeah. I did find it kind of weird how like I looked at McDavid's stats. He had 800 games played, like 1057 points. I had 400 games played cuz I got injured a lot. 416 games played, like 626 points, man. I'm going to the Hall of Fame. Jeez. Three cups. So where are you going to be uh, watching your hockey? What's your setup looking like for the fans? <laughs> it's not looking good. It's going to be probably amongst two different houses. Because we're, okay. we're in the mix of moving. Yeah. And the second house we're moving into is, is a two-bedroom. So it's um, there's a good chance I might not be sleeping there most of the time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll see. Then we'll figure it out. When can the Pigeons fans expect you to return to your um sacred land? That's a good question. Uh, you know, we gotta we gotta figure this out with Air Canada. They keep uh, postponing my ticket. Hopefully so you your your uh, your other host Alex over here has been quarantined in Toronto for what four days, five days now? Yeah, five days. So 
Got the 4K TV coming in for the playoffs. There you go. He's set. Yep. Should be fun, though. I can't wait. I can't wait just to be able to look at, like, notifications on my phone of the Leafs, like, losing. And, is like, hockey real? That's what I want to know. Is hockey actually a sport? I don't believe you remember, that, like... Remember the Tiger King era of quarantine? Dude, that was so long ago. Dude, what? I was... It was so long ago. Like, like rest in peace. Rest in peace. Peace, but uh, Kobe passed this year. Dude, I guess so crazy. much. I remember when that happened, man. Yeah. To think that I was like, also like on another note, I'm back in Toronto now. I spent exactly, I think, four months exactly, like in the U.S. quarantining, and I I didn't leave my house at all, pretty much. Like I spent a fourth, of, like third of the year quarantining. Twenty twenty, I was working for a pyramid scheme. 2020, I skated on concrete at Ryerson University. Yes. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> wow. A year, year of review in 2020. Probably the best and worst year of my life. Because uh-huh. I was living it, and then I was not living it. Nope. Let's we hope 2021 are... is better, or the end of 2020 yeah. is better. Hopefully. Can you please let us back in person, Ryerson? <laughs> Probably not. All right, ladies and gents, it's been fun. Yep. I hope you guys enjoyed this lengthy but well-deserved episode in tune of the playoffs. Get ready, as we promised. Not right when the playoffs start. We should get one more in before the playoffs start. Yeah. So we did say we we're probably going to go back to two episodes a week when the playoffs start. Corrado's obviously in the midst of moving and also like, of course, spend time with the family. So we're not going to go two episodes guaranteed until he comes back to Toronto. But with playoff hockey's coming. You probably don't want to listen to us anyways. So just get ready for a good time for like three months of just hockey, one month off, and then right back into hockey season. It's been your host, Alex. I they want me gone, but don't know why It's too late for all that lovey-dovey shit I'm your brother shit, all that other shit It's too late for all that It's too late for all that Ay. It's too late for all that lovey-dovey shit I'm your brother shit, all that other shit It's too late for all that Ay. It's too late for all that